On today's show, Nikola teams up with Bosch to develop its fuel cell semi. Qualcomm develops an intriguing chipset for V2V communication, and car sales in the American market could be ready to fall off a cliff. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Last year, the startup company Nikola Motors unveiled a fuel cell-powered Class 8 semi-truck. And now the company's partnered up with the giant German supplier Bosch to help bring it to market by 2021. Bosch's e-axle technology, which is a scalable, modular platform with the motor, power electronics, and transmission in one unit, will be combined with the fuel cell system. The overall vehicle controls will also be based on Bosch's vehicle control software and hardware. The company say these technologies will help the truck achieve more than 1,000 horsepower and 2,000 pound-feet of torque. The cost of the truck was not revealed, but Nikola says the total cost of ownership will be competitive with diesel engines. In another move to the transition from the Ford Motor Company to the Ford Mobility Company, the automaker just signed a global licensing agreement with an electric scooter company called Ojo Electric. The scooters, which go on sale in January, will feature design elements from Ford's vehicles, and they will actually be branded with the blue oval. Back in June, Ford partnered with a company called Motivate to launch a bike-sharing program in the San Francisco Bay Area and also branded those bikes with the Ford logo. And it's moves like these that show that Ford wants people to associate the Blue Oval with mobility and not just cars and trucks. There is a raging debate amongst automakers over the best technology for V2V communication, and that is coming up next. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by Hyundai, better drives us. Outside of concept vehicles, the only time you usually see a sliding door is on a van. But that could change in the future while giving us a walk around of the new ID Cross concept at the Frankfurt Auto Show, Volkswagen told us that sliding doors could start to become more popular on cars, especially autonomous ones. The sliding doors that Volkswagen has had for many, many years in the Vanagon, in the Buzz, and uh, that is also something we, we foresee for uh, cars in the future like this, because the, the huge advantage is uh, that the car is much better accessible, not just by doors that open to a close to 90 degrees angle, but also to rear sliding doors. Actually, in, um, in Europe, you can see some competitors which also have this for compact cars already. Yes. And uh, the problem is always the bigger the car, the heavier the doors, and uh, therefore the door hinges need to be, need to be bigger and bolder as well, um, which works well for electric cars because you have that extra room uh, in the sill uh, to, to uh, enable the vehicle to hold uh, such a massive door as, as the one that we saw here. Mm -hmm. You can watch the rest of that interview and the rest of our Frankfurt coverage at our website, autoline.tv, or you can always find them on our YouTube channel. 
When it comes to V2V or vehicle-to-vehicle communication, there's a raging debate on which technology to use, DSRC or 5G LTE. DSRC stands for Dedicated Short Range Communication and uses part of the 5.9 gigahertz band, essentially part of the Wi-Fi spectrum. 5G LTE is the upcoming standard that will be used for mobile phones. In the United States, the Department of Transportation is working on a V2V mandate using DSRC that could go into effect around 2020. In fact, Cadillac already made its standard equipment on the 2017 CTS. That's the advantage of DSRC. It's pretty much ready to go right now. But some in the tech world, and in China in particular, argue that 5G LTE is a better way to develop V2V. But 5G LTE is not yet ready and is some years away from being ready. So the tech company Qualcomm developed a chipset that can accommodate either technology. And it's earning kudos from Audi, Ford, PSA, and SAIC for doing so. Qualcomm calls it cellular vehicle to everything, or CV to X. And it's developments like these that are going to accelerate the development of V2V. Coming up next, are car sales in the American market about to fall off a cliff? And if so, who's getting ready for it? There are so many automotive suppliers, it can be hard to keep track of them all. And now there's a new one to add to the list, Aurea Solutions. It's a brand new global supplier of soft trim and acoustical products. It's actually a joint venture between the Chinese company Shanghai Shenda and the supplier called International Automotive Components, or IAC, which is based in Luxembourg. Aurea will be incorporated in the UK but will have regional headquarters in Southfield, Michigan, and Dusseldorf, Germany. It'll operate 21 manufacturing facilities and four technical centers in 10 countries, employing about 7,000 people. Shenda has 70% of the joint venture, while IAC has the rest. New car sales in the American market are slowing down, and Merrill Lynch predicts they could start to plummet over the next four years. It says sales will drop to 16 million units this year before bottoming out at only 13 million in the year 2021. Merrill Lynch does expect sales to rebound after that and climb back to 17.5 million units in 2025. It blames a tidal wave of off-lease cars flooding the market, causing used car prices to drop which will hurt trade-in values, which will cause monthly payments to go up, which will cause sales to drop. Over the next four years, there will be 5 million off-lease vehicles hitting the market every year. So far, automakers seem to be ignoring this warning. Only General Motors has publicly stated that it can remain profitable even if the U.S. market drops down to 13 million new car sales a year. In fact, General Motors says 
it could earn a net profit of $4 billion to $6 billion a year at that level. Who knows if Merrill Lynch's forecast will come true, but it would certainly behoove other automakers to explain to Wall Street how they plan to cope with this downturn in case it does happen. Hey, be sure to join us Thursday afternoon for AutoLine After Hours. We'll have Rick Spina, the executive chief engineer for crossovers at General Motors in the studio. Also joining us will be Henry Payne, the car critic from the Detroit News, and Stephanie Brinley, an analyst with IHS Market. That's tomorrow afternoon starting at 3 p.m. Eastern Time when we go live. Anyway, with that, we wrap up today's report. Thank you for watching.